Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The great Greg Amsinger, our friend from Lindenwood University, from St. Louis, a Cardinal fan, lead anchor for MLB Network, is with us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And I know, Greg Amsinger, first of all, good morning. I know that you're going to be on the air today and you're going to do spectacular work on MLB Network, but I also know that you'd rather be here in St. Louis at Bush Stadium. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? You're right. I, <laughs> I, I do on a day like today. I pinch myself because, yes, I have this awesome gig to be a fan on MLB Network and, and broadcasting and cover this great game. But as a fan of the Cardinal, every day, every day I appreciate that the first day of the postseason, the Cardinals are giving the fan base something to be excited about. Each and every year, do not take this for granted, people. Please do not. This is exciting. It's an annual tradition, and it's not designed to be that way. It's not supposed to be every single year, but that's how the Cardinals designed it, and it is something worth celebrating. Hey, Greg, we had you on a couple of weeks ago, and you were talking about uh, if Tyler O'Neill were to be able to come back and, and do what he did last year. Uh, he's still on the I.L. The hamstring strain seems to be a little bit more significant than we thought, may not be on the playoff roster. Are you concerned about the productivity of this outfield without him? Yeah, I mean, Dylan Carlson uh, has had a disappointing year. Uh, Tyler O'Neill, pound for pound, could be one of the most talented players in the game. He added... That, that missing link, that, that player that out of nowhere hits two home runs in a playoff game and all of a sudden you're losing your mind. Um, he had this, um, and I know they're very different players, but he had this Alan Craig quality to some of his at-bats. And Alan Craig had some incredible moments in postseason baseball for the Cardinals. Uh, the lineup isn't an issue for me. I think it's how Ali Marmol and his staff construct the pitching alignment against this Philadelphia Phillies lineup. Now, the, the, the Phillies lineup can really easily slip into a funk. The Cardinals will face a more Jekyll and Hyde lineup than the one they're facing today and in this series. Phillies get hot. I don't know what happens to that bat rack, but it's like a magnet. They all can't wait to go get there, and they score 12 runs. But if they, if they strike out in the first two innings, I watched the Philadelphia Phillies constantly. I, I like actually driving to Philadelphia more from where I live than going to City Field or, or the Bronx. It's just, I don't know why. It's an easier drive, even though it's technically like 20 minutes longer, 30 minutes longer. It's easier for me to go to Philadelphia. So I've gone to a lot of Philly games. I've watched this team. And I, I, I just think they're a team that really gets momentum offensively in the first three innings. So Jose Quintana Anyone starting against this team, it's the first three innings. If you can get to the Phillies there and keep them down, then, man, you're feeling good, especially dip into that bullpen away from Alvarado, Robertson, the back-end guy. 
if you can get into that thin bottom portion of their bullpen, you're going to beat this team. You're going to. But, man, are they – when they flip to the other side, they're as good as any team. When they hit, they're as good as any team out there. I was going to ask you what scares you the most because you look at Wheeler and Nola. They're two starters in games one and two. When they're on, they're as good as anybody. And when you look at their offense, especially if Bryce Harper starts hitting, and he didn't a lot during the stretch run, but if you have Harper, Schwarber, Castellanos, man, they can hit too. So what's the most scary aspect of the Phillies? I I think it's the two guys that you named. Schwarber is his own thing, okay? Uh, He leads the National League home runs, but you're going to pitch to him. I got to walk out Schwarber with the other guys behind you. JT, yeah, twenty twenty season as a catcher, he is a dynamic player. But I'm not worried about him. It's Nick Castellanos and Bryce Harper. They are the most dangerous offensive players on this team. I don't care how many home runs Kyle Schwarber hits. Those are two players that are like aircraft carriers. They can carry your team for a month, and those are hard players to find. Nick Castellanos had moments where it looked like he was coming out of it. Still one of the most gifted hitters in the game. Anybody that has that natural stroke the other way, and get bombs the other way, you, you, you worry about players like that. He has something to prove. He would love nothing more than to have the Philly faithful adore him after a year one of a contract that has been a dud. And Bryce Harper, I mean, Bryce Harper can't have to come back after breaking his hand and putting, you know, it's reconstructing his thumb, essentially. Well, but if Bryce Harper, who came back for this, can get hot now, these two guys are the players that I'm the most worried about because they literally can change the course of not just this series, but the entire postseason bracket. Hey, Greg, um, Jose Quintana was named the Game 1 starter. Were you surprised by that, and, and what do you, uh, how do you think he, 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 fa- he, he does in this uh, Game 1? I was surprised by it. i got to be honest with you. I, he's been great his last five starts, and we all know that. And the matchup against the Phillies is a good one. He's had success against the Philadelphia Phillies. I, I just look at it from a perspective of, okay, I guess the Cardinals are looking at this series as um, we're all in. We must survive in advance. And I'm glad they're looking at it that way. I, at first, I, I wasn't, but now I am. There are too many fans and, and prognosticators that think you have to worry about your next series in your first series. Oh, okay, but then what happens when, you know, you burn out Quintana, you, you, you burn out your bullpen, and now you've got this division series matchup against a really good team. You don't know who you're going to face. Obviously, you know it's teams. You have no idea that happened in that series. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about a series you're not playing in yet. Get there first. So I, I like the approach. I don't think this is conventional. Hey, Jose, give us seven innings if you got it in you. I, I don't view it that way. I think there's going to be a piggyback guy ready to rock. I think it's it's essentially a bullpen game. That's the way I'm viewing this. Not saying Jose Quintana can't get it done, but the Cardinals are saying that they're going to get it done. And I think it's the same way about game two with Michaelis. They're going to ensure that they win this series. And, they, and that's the guarantee they want to give their Cardinal fan base. They're not trying to plot things out to have this efficient and sustainable pitching process to get them to the World Series because you have no idea what's next 
if you do survive Philadelphia. couple more quick things for Greg Amzinger. Number one, you made the spectacular prediction about when Albert Pujols would hit number 700, that Albert Pujols would hit number 700. You said it in April. Last year in the playoffs, he did have five hits for the Dodgers, no home runs, no RBIs. What is your Albert Pujols prediction for these playoffs? Oh, see, here's the problem with my predictions. And I am a, I am a, a total, like, Debbie Downer right now. So my predictions, I see this all the time. I, I host a three-hour show where I have no idea what's coming next. It's an ad-lib three-hour show. So the only way I can do that is if I react constantly. So I never say what I think. I live on time to think. <laughs> so I, I, I never say what I think. I only say what I feel, right? I say what I feel. It's completely instinctual. So when people come up to me like, hey, Greg, great prediction. How many kids am I going to have? How, how long am I going to live? I'm not, I'm not feeling that. Right? I'm not feeling that. So I always say things that I truly feel. And I have, I'm not feeling anything about Albert Pools in terms of what he's going to do this month. Matter of fact, I, I'm going to give you a, a prediction. The only thing I feel, this is the only thing I truly feel about postseason baseball this year, okay? And, and I don't know why it's not on both sides of the bracket. It's just on one side of the bracket. I am feeling a game seven. Now, this is important. A game seven in Toronto. A game seven, World Series game seven in Toronto for the Blue Jays. To have home field advantage, there are only a couple teams that would give them that in the World Series. So you have to think about which teams on the national side of the bracket would allow the Blue Jays to have home field advantage in the World Series. And I'm feeling Alec Manoa coming out of the bullpen mm. in Game 7, a la Madison Bumgarner, and I'm feeling the Toronto Blue Jays will win the World Series. That's what I truly feel. That Other than that, I don't feel anything. Then you're going to ask me to think, and then I'm going to blast a terrible album for <laughs> Hey, Greg, as you're watching today, just look for me in the crowd. I'll be the one wearing red. <laughs> for some reason, I have a feeling you're going to have like some crazy seat. You're going to be like, you like took the ball guy's seat. You're going to be back in your old gig down the foul line of first base, and that's where you'll be sitting Greg. wearing red. Like, Randy always gets the red carpet treatment. This is so funny. I'm going to be right behind that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you say that. Wait, wait, wait. It's not funny that I said it. I said, I have a feeling you're going to be there. <laughs> you're the best. We'll talk over the weekend, and uh, we'll be watching because uh, your network, you always do great work, and your network does great work, but I know this is what you guys live for. It's the best. Uh, I, I have a gig every night wrapping up the night. So once the last playoff game is over, Make sure you tune in. You'll see me, Harold and Dan goofing off, and the show re-airs all night into the morning. So we're your home for recapping all of playoff baseball. Love it, Greg. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. All right. Take care, guys. See you. That's the great Greg Amzinger, MLB Network on 101 ESPN. On November 13th, it's the dawning of a new era when the NFL debuts in Germany live on NFL Network. Brady and the Bucks. Touchdown, Tampa Bay! DK and the Seahawks. Puts the ball up, making a catch! Wake up and watch with the world. It's Sunday morning football. Live from Munich. Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network.